Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a soul anchor. Hold on to the hope it is a soul Hello, this is the Soul Anchor Podcast, and I am your host, Vidal Moreno. In the Soul Anchor Podcast, we seek to anchor our faith in the truths of the Bible, while we sail across the sea seeking adventures where they can be found. This is part 14 of the no-name heroes of the faith. These are the men and women who God used in small, quiet ways to bring about big things. These stories are gleaned from the pages of Christian History Magazine. CHM is a quarterly periodical, and if you have enjoyed my Christian History podcasts, you're going to love this magazine. I will place their website in my show notes. You can even download all their back issues for free. As many of my listeners know, I am an American public school teacher. To be certified to teach, I had to attend the College of Education at a local university in Tennessee. There, I learned the ins and outs of being a teacher. I have to say that much of what I learned was not very useful, but some was. I am very grateful to my professors who provided very good advice on how to engage the students and keep their attention. In the last few episodes of the No Name Heroes of the Faith, I have been telling you about an extraordinary man called Jean Comenius, who came along about a hundred years after the Reformers. In the first episode, I paint the picture of the event that shaped his life, the European Thirty Years' War a political battle between so-called Protestants and Catholics. I use air quotes here for these denominations because this was a battle between political forces that used Christianity as a plumber uses a wrench. Spiritual lives were devastated on both sides, including Comenius. Last episode, I read an article from Christian History magazine telling you all a bit about his life and his ministry. This week, I would like to focus on the immense impact that he had on education, an impact so great and so far-reaching that it affected me and my exceptional educational professors by the time I started my career in the late 1980s. This article, which I will read to you, can be found in Christian History Magazine issue 13. It is called, What Children Owe Comenius, and it is written by Dr. Lois Labar. Quickly, pleasantly, thoroughly, called out Comenius to the frustrated teachers of his day. Quote, schools should not be places of torture, slaughterhouses of the mind, unquote. Is it possible to teach pleasantly, yet quickly and thoroughly at the same time? Most schools of the day could not have conceived of such an idea though not many in the 17th century heard this call for educational reform, today we consider Comenius the first modern educator. We are still trying to implement the basic principles that he set forth in his great didactic, for he laid the foundations 
for teaching according to scripture and according to God's second book, nature. The young child, as God made him, actively explores the world around him, using all his senses, eager to learn all he can. Too often in school, he has been confined to memorization and meaningless words that dull his interest and initiative. While educators through the centuries have tended to go either to the extreme of overemphasizing the disciplines of knowledge or experience of the learner, Comenius kept these two essentials of teaching in balance. The schools of Comenius' day furnished pupils with classical Latin verbiage, but did not train them to observe or to think. He lacked the advantage of psychological studies, but he drew analogies of growth from nature. Scripture often compares spiritual growth with natural growth. Quote, development comes from within, unquote. Comenius observed from watching the processes of nature, quote, nature compels nothing to advance that is not driven forward by its own mature strength, unquote. He proceeded to work with the processes of nature rather than against them. Teachers and books may help or hinder growth, but the learner must do his own growing. Quote, Outward ceremonies without inward truth are an abomination to God, unquote, said Comenius. If a child is to engage in valuable learning activities, he must have a desire to learn, intrinsic interest, and attention rather than artificial incentives. His whole person must be enlisted. His native curiosity will be directed into constructive channels rather than repressed. Why isn't he encouraged to discover what he can for himself? The classroom can breathe an inductive spirit. Then things and examples would proceed pleasantly, from the concrete to the abstract, from the easy to the difficult, from the near to the remote. On the foundation of the pupil's first-hand experience, teaching would be imparting and guiding rather than storing the memory, as had been the custom. Essential knowledge is provided for the learner when he is ready for it, when he sees the need for it, when he can use it for gaining his goals. So the place of the teacher and content is not minimized. Comenius' goal of piety, morality, and knowledge could not be attained by unguided self-expression. The learner continually needs new facts and insights to interpret his daily experiences and to lead to advanced problems and solutions. Comenius also sensed the significance of individual differences and individual needs. When he was a student, individual recitation had been the order of the day. Each pupil had to wait his turn to recite to the teacher. Quote, this is a waste of time, unquote, thought Comenius, as he developed a truly democratic class spirit that was not much appreciated in his day of power politics. Quote, Pupils can work in a group without losing their individuality, unquote. In a group that they could not only learn new truth, but also 
practice the character traits of self-control and concern for other fellow rather than simply be exposed to a superficial veneer of morality. Comenius graded the school into four levels and wrote Latin texts for these levels. He felt that if pupils learned their lessons more quickly and easily, the time saved could be utilized to give a thorough grounding in morality and religion. It was Comenius who popularized the picture book for educational purposes, who wrote the first textbook to employ pictures as a teaching device. Whenever he could not bring into the classroom the actual object that was to be the subject of discussion, he used pictures, charts, diagrams, maps, and models. What revolutionary ideas! Universal compulsory education for the youth of both sexes, teaching all things to all people, a truly liberal concept that would broaden perspectives after a narrow Latin curriculum, for the present and for the future life. All this was not just theory, for Comenius practiced it himself in Moravia and in Poland. Today, we are still trying to train, quote, teachers to teach less so that learners may learn more, unquote. Did you know that this man had had such a profound influence on modern education? I did not, and I'm a professional educator with many education classes under my belt. This just goes to show you that so much of the good things of our modern way of life can be attributed to the faithful work of the many no-name heroes of the faith. I look forward to going to heaven and completely understanding the masterful tapestry that is the kingdom of heaven on earth. Only then can we appreciate the effect these tireless forgotten workers had on the kingdom. Are you living life in such a way that some Christian in the future may look back at these tempestuous times and say, he was a no-name hero of the faith. If you're enjoying the Soul Anchor podcast and would like to automatically receive the podcast every time I upload an episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Soul Anchor podcast is also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The Soul Anchor podcast Facebook page has the complete transcript of this episode. Like the page so that you can receive notifications when I post information about these episodes. I invite all my listeners to message me on Facebook or email me at vidmore at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I get very little feedback, and I would love to get some feedback, positive or negative. Getting back to the podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, tell others about it and leave a five-star review because that will allow the podcast to get more recognition in the community. Till we meet again. It's a soul. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.